three more days. Two more days. One more day. 24 hours. 24 hours, and then we will be winding up our prep and going to bed. His name is Craven. He likes white ravens. And he will always use them to reduce your gold. His name is Dave. He cancels saves. He likes to make the opposition have bad days. His name is Tom. He plays for fun. But if you beat him, then he'll punch you in the face. It's the UK's fantastic podcast. This episode's the first, but it could be the last. We're unopposed to claim banter. It's banter behind the throne. Hello. Hello. Right, so um, what episode is this? 19. 19 it is. Yeah. Okay. Right. Are we all sitting comfortably? Mm-hmm. Splendid. Okay, right. And we shall begin. Um, hello, good evening, and welcome to episode 19 of Banter Behind the Throne. Uh, Noel Craven, joined by Dave. Say hello, Dave. Hello. Joined by Peel. Say hello, Peel. Hello, Peel. And uh, here we go. Yes, today is our uh, well, earlier episode than normal because we are all excited about going to Starlick and we'll be in no fit state to talk or record on Wednesday night. Um, we haven't got a great deal planned for this this show, so we're going to really concentrate on some of the uh, listener questions we've had, um, taking plenty of time to uh, talk up Starlick in between. Um, so, how's the Starlick prep going for you, Dave? Well, I've just looked through my Greyjoy folder and cannot find any copies of Alanis Greyjoy. And I've looked oh. through my neutral folder and cannot find any copies of Val. So, for me, it's going very well, but for you, it's going very badly. Yeah, uh, that has uh, gone badly, yes. Uh, I've, I've got my decks ready uh, with some minor tweaks coming to my, um, my Joust deck, potentially. But other than that, I'm, I'm pretty ready. Okay. So, yeah, I'm happy. Bill, what about you? Um, I am thinking about making some type of Pokemon environment for Starlek, where I have three decks, uh, one red, one blue, and one green. Now, I know what you're thinking. At the start of each match, I will look at the person, and I will decide which deck I play based on that. I'm well, hoping this is allowed. Qualified. Yeah, what I'm immediately <laughs> yeah. thinking is it's illegal. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, in hindsight, no, I'm not ready. Um, Ooh. there's some stuff I need to iron out, um... If you'll let, if he'll build it, for, I found a Val. Uh, if he'll build it for you, then you could get Exodia from Mage. Yeah, that's so fun. You play Lannister House of Dreams. You put eight House of Dreams locations face down. I think it's eight face down on the table. Your opponent <laughs> picks it, and then you flip it, and then you uh, you shuffle the rest into your deck. I do need. Yeah, sometimes thanks. you get like the Manda, and you're loving it. And other times you get like Queen Cersei's Chambers. Or you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> or a Sunset Sea. I'm. Sure. Uh, it's got to be unique. Oh, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Right. So it's uh, it's the Manda, uh, the Lannisport Brothel, the Lannisport Tawny Grounds, uh, Queen Cersei's Chambers, the Iron Throne. That's a good one. Mm. Yes. Um, the Westerlands. Yep. I think that's yeah, it. So them, there might be one more. It's a great deck, anyway. I, I almost wet myself when I yeah, saw he, it, and that's probably why I lost. He kicked my ass of it. He kicked yeah. my ass of it. At, um, Stoke absolutely destroyed it. Yeah, that's when I tried to Mel's favour is Jamie and ended up Mel's favouring is Penny instead. Oh yeah. <laughs> Pro play. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Peel, you're not really ready at all then? Mm, no. No. For Joust or Melee? Or or just neither? Uh for neither. At least with Joust I can always fall back onto familiar grounds, but um Obviously, melee is still a mystery. I don't even know the rules at this point, Craven. I, I know that the person on my right goes first, I think, every time. Or is that wrong? Um, unless no. you're first. <laughs> unless or, I'm well, first. player on your first goes before you, yes. 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 <laughs> it's going to go fantastic. <laughs> I, I, I hope I'm on your table. melee tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to, yeah, a melee practice is happening. Oh, no, we're not playing it, but I'll teach Aren't you we? It. Oh, that's fine, then. I have time to play melee. We... Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, I found Party Bob if you want a copy. Uh, no, I've actually got, as we've already discussed previously, I've got five copies of Party Bob. Um, <laughs> who knows why? And seven uh, refugees. <laughs> seven refugees, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I was going to make a joke then, but I can't. <laughs> well, that was enough, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you could leave it there. Yeah, leave the rest enough. unsaid. Oh, that, that pause was me weighing it up. Shall I? <laughs> um, but no. Um, 
So, yeah, if by um, the time people are listening to this, hopefully on your way to Starlet, getting all excited, um, there's every chance I'm going to need to borrow some cards if Dave can't help me out. Um, <laughs> in fact, I'm going to drop a message into the Facebook chat now. I wouldn't worry about it. I haven't got to the, uh, the dustbin of cards yet. Oh, well, it's probably uh, near then, isn't it? <laughs> it'll definitely be in the dustbin of cards. I found Aval. She was in the uh, Highlander draft set. Um, okay. The dustbin of cards will shed some more light on the situation. Uh, if it's not in there, then it's lost in the ether, and you'll have to ask someone else. Okay. You're giving away all my secret tech, but hopefully by the time people listen to this, this shouldn't be an issue. People don't know what deck it's for either. Could be any one of them. Could be Driver Not The Car again, couldn't it? It could, except Driver Not The Car is second edition. And I'm banned from playing in that. <laughs> After last year. That was a travesty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that's so there's, funny. There's no other way of describing it, really. Tully deck. Running Heron Hall, no river run. Let's rock. Um, <laughs> Prize to the north. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it beat and waffles many things, though, didn't it? It did, yeah. Yeah, Once. even though it was winter. Um, okay, so here we go. There's Stolik. Um, what uh, side events are you guys going to do? We're doing 2.0. Um, yeah, we're all well, aren't we? There's only three options this time, isn't there? There's 2.0, there's 2.0 driving, not the car, and there's. Uh, uh, Highlander. Highlander. Yeah, I did fancy uh, the Highlander, but I think as Peel was rightfully pointed out, the 2.0 tournament is going to be in the town hall, not the castle. Mm. So that means we don't have to walk all the way up there. I think that influenced all of our decisions. Um, I don't think any of us, like, yes, it would have been really fun to do Highlander or Driver or something else, but still, it's in the castle and that's a long way away. Yeah. The problem with Highlander is that not only is it a track up, track up the hill for us, mm. Um, but it's also, you've got to make a deck that's a Highlander deck, and that is such a hassle. That's 60 different cards. And then you just get battered by people who have access to the CCG cards anyway, so well, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah, it certainly influenced our decision last year when we decided not to bother watching the top sort of 16 and just sit in the room, get pissed, and play silly games with silly cards. Yes. So, yes. yeah, and we had a jolly good time doing so. We did. Okay. So, uh, have we got anything more to say about Starlink, or should we just move on to the listener questions? Um, not really. Come, come see us. Yeah. Come talk to us. If you if you haven't met us before, and you recognise us from the profile picture, or you see, you know, <laughs> one of the around, if then, you uh, see one of the playmats, I think. Um, yeah, the playmats yeah, should we, we'll be. We all have our uh, our banter behind the throne playmats. Yes. Um, so come and look at them. Come and, come and buy us beer and say hi. Tell us how <laughs> yeah, much basically. you love the sound of our voices. That's what we're getting at. <laughs> Please yeah, just praise us, basically. And if you've got a criticism, we'll just suck off. Sun. <laughs> you've got a... <laughs> Yeah, I'll take all the criticism. It's fine. I'll, hand, I'll handle complaints. If you okay. want to complain to Craven, that will be a, a braver man. <laughs> that will be bold. <laughs> Craven, I don't like your show. Uh, oh. <laughs> no, I'm just, not like uh... that at all. I'm a man of peace. Um, I found the Lannis Greyjoy. Yes. <laughs> is it English? Yes. Oh. I only own an English Alanis, I'm afraid. Okay. If I'm you can swap to... it for a foreign one during the uh, weekend, then I'll be forever in your debt. Cool. All right. That's probably That's a bit much, but I'll be pleased. Yeah, okay. I'll see what I can do. Um, okay, before we move on, do you guys feel comfortable take, talking about the decks you're taking? Don't have to give it all away, just houses maybe? Yeah, I'm playing the same decks I played for Worlds. Okay. So uh, if you want to hear what my decks are, listen to last week's episode. Yes. <laughs> uh, but it's House of Dreams, Doran Solar, and uh, Baratheon, the Stewards in Melee. And okay. I haven't decided for 2.0 yet, so we'll see. Here, we know you haven't decided yet, but what are your options? Uh, main options are I'm going to have the blue, which will be Greyjoy. Um <laughs> Revolving around a few different ideas. Red, of course. Uh, anyone take? I want to take a guess on what red is. Stark. No. Is, is it also Greyjoy? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's not actually. Is, it, it, was, is it Targaryen? It is. It's Targaryen two two two. Um, because I found that deck hilariously fun when I play with it, uh, and I just thoroughly enjoy messing with people and like going, "Aha! This does this. Why? I don't know." That is the complete opposite of any deck I would ever imagine you enjoying. I thoroughly, no, seriously, two, 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 thoroughly loved it. I absolutely enjoy that okay. deck. Yeah. 
All right, uh, fair enough. And the last one, uh, if anyone can guess the green as well, the green. Um, now, this one isn't as obvious as blue for sea, red for fire, but it is semi-obvious. Baratheon? No, Tully's. What? Well, that's Stark. Green for <laughs> fish, Dave. Green for fish. Uh, mostly because Tyrells weren't available. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's Green. not really an option, is it? It's like Green Bulbasaur. No one picks Bulbasaur. Exactly. And no one picks Tully's. Rubbish. <laughs> I, pick, I picked Bulbasaur. You're, you're clearly shit at Pokemon. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'll tell you what, I'm bringing my Game Boy with me for the plane. I'll show you. Oh, we mate, know, yes, we know full well idea. you were too old for Pokemon when it came out, Craven. <laughs> right, first things first. No. <laughs> and second, there's no such thing as too old for Pokemon. No, I know. That was a complete lie. I love Pokemon. Yeah. You goddamn hipster. <laughs> Just remind ourselves we're sitting here doing our 19th episode of talking about a card game. So let's not start getting all high and mighty about being too old for things. <laughs> yeah, I don't think either of us is. Yu-Gi-Oh! Either. abridged on YouTube. I've, do you know what? I've never really seen anything to do with Yu-Gi-Oh! I'm not entirely I, I, sure what it is. It's like Pokemon, but with... No, it's Digimon, isn't it? Yeah. No, Yu-Gi-Oh! is like... it In the TV show, they play cards. Hang on. No, it's all I, about I them playing Yu-Gi-Oh. cards. I've played Yu-Gi-Oh! once, I think. Well, that's more than me. I've never played Yu-Gi-Oh! And I've never seen Yu-Gi-Oh! But I watched Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged, where a guy cuts it up and redubs it. And they're constantly making references to, like, why are we playing a children's card game? And, like, serious life decisions rest on this children's card game. And that's basically our life. Except well, no one's tried to murder us and steal and also, our value cards. Well, yeah. well, maybe not you As two, far as we're aware. <laughs> yeah. I have a heads on spikes signed by Nate French. That's a valuable card. <laughs> it is. At least they don't have shinies um, or anything like that on the way. Um if there was, I still think there should be shinies and thrones, regardless. Well, we discussed this else. when you was when Dave was away in America, didn't we? About yeah. the the, uh, the appeal of getting like a swag card out of a pack, and it's you know it's quite a, quite a pull. I won't repeat it. But shinies in corsets, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, shiny cards. Just nice. just one shiny, just three or four shiny cards dotted around the UK of like you know, you, you imagine if you opened up a chapter pack and you got yourself a shiny, well, you, you would be. Do a, you could do one shiny per pack. Yeah, but different. No, it has to be random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get all the same cards. Um, you get a shiny, but sometimes your shiny might be a Lannis, and sometimes it might be well, not ruled yeah. by decree. I would uh, like, I would <laughs> like a shiny. Shiny is nice. But you might have a card signed by Nate French. But at the end of Starlick, Josh is going to have a white book signed by us. He is. Yeah. So I can't better. believe I didn't get a white book signed by Kenan, but I'd never play it, so it didn't really matter. <laughs> Whereas Josh might actually play White Book. <laughs> yeah. I strongly considered it actually, but I'm taking Barra to the melee. Yeah. Um so hopefully I won't get ill. Um <laughs> have to wait and see. Um, that is a risk, worryingly yeah, that's it a is risk. a risk. Yeah. Yeah, consistently. I, I get unwell whenever I play Bracken. Um obviously I'm playing Greyjoy in the Joust because I go back on my word at every opportunity. And um <laughs> can't be trusted. No, and I'm Probably playing Martell Knight's Watch in the 2.0. So there we go. It's all out there. It's in the open. If you're listening to this on Wednesday night and you want to tech against it, be my guest. <laughs> um, if you come up against someone now who's deliberately built their deck to tech against you, you're not going to be very happy with the whole thing. Yeah. No, They're going to think... time for Ravens just to get carrion birds against you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but con- yeah, um, but considering there's like 250 runners, I'll probably be okay. Um, this is the beauty of this, though, isn't it? You can't really prepare for a great deal of stuff because there is going to be such a diversity of decks there. There's no point trying to tech really against one specific thing. Um, yeah. Whereas some of the things we've gone to, there's, you know, there's only 10 of us going to a store championship. You can have a reasonable estimate of what's going on. Yeah, but it's probably bits... going to be some Greyjoy winter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm probably going to take Martel. Yeah, exactly. But we're with this. Who knows? It's all it's all going on. So then, shall we talk about listener questions? I suppose it's that time of the night. I do have them all up in front of me, and it is a long list. Yeah, some shall of we start them are connected. The... So, do you want to do them together? Like TVP well, was... got a friend of the show, Tom Barnaby Pass. Uh, <laughs> he got a bit overzealous with his questions. A bit. Um... He's asked them a few and many, 
Uh, much However, more. I, I can't tell which order they're in, though. Because oh. I'm reading it from the bottom up. That's the way I, I thought would be the logical way to do it, but so it doesn't seem is, to make sense if you read it that way around. It's the opposite way you want to do top-down, I think. Okay. Right. Uh, but Craven is the uh, the king of the cast today. King of the castle, so let's go. So, right. Um, his first question is, is actually sort of serious, isn't it? Um, because Tears of Lease is a two-gold event that you need to win by five or more, is it easily choreographed around? Now, I'm not entirely sure what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Considering it is wrong. <laughs> it is both not too cast and you don't need to win by five or more. Yeah, so, I assume I mean, he means put, put to the sword. Yeah, it could be that. Um, yeah, it could be. Um, but, but Okay, with the tears and the put to the sword and put to the torch, they all, they all occupy that same design space of win by X amount. And this no, tears doesn't. Oh, no, it doesn't, does Oh, he's really fucked this one up, any Tom? What's um, he getting at? Is it easily choreographed around? <laughs> well, is, is it a spot coming? Is that what he means? I think that's what he means. Yeah, well, yeah, Assuming is. he means put to the sword, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if they're overcommitting on a military challenge and they've got money left over and a card in their hand, someone's about to get it. <laughs> yeah, basically. Which also means just... Don't let it happen <laughs> if you can avoid it. This is one of those cards that, well, if you're in a position to stop it happening, it's fine. But if you're not, it's just going to happen anyway, so don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. That's my top advice. Just don't worry about it. Chillax. People are going to die. It's fine. <laughs> Everybody dies. Um, and it can, only happen that, it can only happen three times. So just, <laughs> <laughs> that's my optimistic take on things. It, it's never going to be that bad. Yeah, until they have like Prince's plans or something. Yes, which I hope never happens. Um, <laughs> is Ashley Eden's deck a point and click deck? Um, yes. No. I think oh. yes. Having met him, I'm, probably. I'm going to go with no. Um, well, you've been outvoted, Peel. That's democracy. <laughs> well, I don't think there's a, an interface involved. I can't see it having any form of mouse needed or clicking. <laughs> I'm just saying, if he's managed to infuse his deck with electricity and put a monitor on it, fucking hell, fair play. Literal <laughs> heels, this, strikes just, again. This isn't, this isn't Octagon, boys. Yeah, <laughs> just imagine that. Rock up on the thing with just Octagon on a tablet. Let's play. And then that was it. That would just save so much time. Um, no need for shuffling. It's true. Finally, if you win a game of Consolidation of Power, do I have the permission to smash you in your stupid face? Yes. <laughs> Which one is that directed to? Who is that directed to? Reading um, between the lines here. <laughs> I it, think or, Ash may have given Tom a little bit of a pasting recently with a deck that Tom doesn't rate. That's what I think's happened. Possibly today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Possibly today. Um, Possibly roughly lunch. It's almost as if all three of them were tech deck testing around that lunchtime area. Possibly. Mm. But I'm going to say, yes, you do have the permission. If someone wins with the consolidation of power, you have full permission to flip the table and uh, storm out. I think that's fair. Yep, that's Just, reasonable. God damn! It's in the floor rules. If somebody, if somebody yep. run, uh, won with a... Uh, you killed the wrong dwarf, would you flip the table? Is that is that allowed? Well, not you killed the wrong dwarf. Consolidation of power. Yeah, but it's the same thing, essentially. Mm, it's a, it's no. a 2.0 version, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Is it, I suppose it doesn't really happen because uh, Lannister players are too stupid to realise they can do that. Well, I'm going to get in the mood for playing my anti-banter deck, and I'm going to say, "No, Tom, it's not acceptable. Violence is never the answer." <laughs> <laughs> Everybody is entitled to spend their weekends however they however, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel I feel ready to play a bit of 2.0 already. Right? Why do all Star Wars bad guys, Imperials, have a British accent? Also, more Spice Girls. If you get the chance, squeeze in some Thrones content. We'll try. <laughs> There's no guarantee. Um, all Star Wars, ha- all Star Wars Imperials have a British accent. No, that no. can't be right. Well, most um, of them do. I'm fairly certain James Earl Jones isn't British. Okay, uh, he's not Imperial though. He's Sith. Yeah, oh. he's also not really a stormtrooper. Um, he's kind of like the big daddy of them all. Like, what's up? I think the answer to that is he a mean, British. He means the officers. 
the Brits are more. Um, we're better at being evil. Yeah, we've got more uh, authentic kind of voices for this sort of thing. No, British are more convincing villains. There's that um, Jaguar ad there going on at the moment, isn't there, with sort of famous British actors who've been villains in the past doing all villainous things. We're much better at it than everyone else. We sound authentic. I like the idea of just villainous activity. It's like yeah. he's just picking up a cup of coffee in a villainous manner. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's definitely uh, possible. You know, of course, that you're both completely wrong because the Empire are the good guys. Uh, the Rebel Alliance are terrorists. Dave, you don't tell me that, mate. Destroy Dave. battle stations. Dave, as right. you know, I am all for the um, overwhelming um, use of force in government matters. So um, <laughs> this is going to be used in evidence one day. I know it is. Um, <laughs> no, like, I, I'm a servant of the state, yeah, as are you. We both like imperial bureaucracy. We like, like structure and we like nice uniforms, yeah? So don't get me wrong. I'm all about the Imperials, but in the context of this question, you need to call them the bad guys. I just, I just don't agree with that. I think that's racist. And I think that's wrong. We had an empire, and that's why Star Wars is like our empire and how wonderful it was. The best empire. That's what it is, right? The best the, empire. The, the biggest empire. Never set on the British it Empire. Still no, it still doesn't. It's And you, you, you're welcome, America. Um, <laughs> you know, we, we put in some bloody good work in the, in the Imperial days. Um, even countries that we initially were pretty horrible to. Hey, trial by jury, parliamentary democracy, all the things we the railroad. Yeah, mm. what a legacy we left. Um, <laughs> Lovely. Uh, so Ashley Eden chimed in uh, a retort, if you will. Um, he's flipped retaliation to Tom Barnaby Parsons' initial salvo in relation to Tom's question, a serious one for you. I don't think it is serious, but let's go. <laughs> is winning from heads on spikes followed by consolidation of power a banter way to win or just a dick move? Well, I'm smiling as I'm saying it. So I think it's full of banter. Banter! <coughs> and you, I will allow. And you know the moment you did it, or the moment he done it, like a Fred appeared on Card Game DB. Someone somewhere knew about it and was like, <laughs> oh, OP, restrict! It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, will we try to officially change our name of a meagre contribution to pay the troll toll? Um, Have you seen the clip he then links to? No. You um, have, Peel. I'm, I'm aware of what it's from, pay you, the troll toll. You've got to pay the troll toll to get into that boy's soul. If I'm more perfectly <laughs> honest, I'm not what meagre contribution. Soul! He said soul! <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Yeah, it's well worth watching at least that episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. We can watch them while we're in Germany in the kebab house. Um, in the kebab and, house. And sing the songs as well. I think at some point we'll probably sing Dayman, Fighter of the uh, Nightman, Champion of the Sun, Sun Master Sun. of Karate. I think he's a Master of Friendship as well. Yeah, for everyone. Uh, the Master for of Friendship. Uh, yeah. Master of Friendship and Karate for everyone. Just briefly, um, I'm looking at our page now to read the questions. Uh, and in the sidebar, I don't know if you guys ever see this, when Facebook um, tries to push on us to pay for advertising for the page. Yes. Yeah. Are you looking at it now? Because uh, my one says, got, see, says, see your ad here, and it's got a little example of what the ad would look like. And do you know what it is? What? It's my picture of Shireen Baratheon. <laughs> 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 what sort of ad that is that? Oh, rubbish. Um, right. There is a new carry-on film out in 2017. What as if? Um, what should the theme be? Ooh. Um, Carry on civil service. <laughs> Who's Sid James? This could get uh, controversial. Sid Carry James. on taxidermy. <laughs> Carry on taxidermist. Ridiculous. Um, who's Sid James? What do you mean? Like out of us? Well, you've seen um, you've seen Carry On, right? Yeah. Yeah, and Sid James is like the lecherous old man who's banging Barbara Windsor. Yeah. Like who in the civil service is him? What does he do? I think he's dead now in real life. So yeah, yeah, he's dead in real life. Like he was about oh. 110 in the 50s. Um, what does he do? Yeah, he's queen, king. He's the, he's the king, prime minister, chancellor, okay. anything exactly. basic. Anything. Okay, sure. There's always room for Sid James. <laughs> what is the best? So how, spice- how 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 would, how would a uh, carry on Game of Thrones go? Isn't that just Game of Thrones anyway? I guess just with more. Uh, Stilted jokes, yeah, and less nudity. Yeah, more implied nudity. So, like Daenerys after she got all uppity and changed her contract. 
Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just the whole way through. I've been in the Terminator now. I'm not getting my tits out. <laughs> just really loads of like terrible, terrible sexual innuendo. Yeah. In, in your endo. Yeah. Uh, oh, I think it would be much better. Just like much that. Much better than it is at the moment. Yeah, there would be less actual sex. Um, I don't I'm really think... your head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the Boltons have got any place in it, though. I don't know. No. <laughs> I'll skin her. Way, way. <laughs> I, think I, could, I think I can write some carry-on jokes in the theme of Bruce Bolton. Uh, <laughs> I think he's a mastermind of comedy, and I just think I need to unlock his potential. There is definitely some work there to be done with the skin joke, isn't there? There is. Yeah. Um, So, (laughs) I'm guessing a lot of our... Today, four. Ooh. Saucy. I'll let you skin me later. Oh, matron. So, (laughs) I'm assuming a lot of people who aren't British don't know what carry-on is. Because I don't think it's the kind of thing that really has gone global. No, this certainly isn't. Um, do you want to explain TV. what the Carry On films are? Carry On films are basically um, it's usually set up with some kind of mundane um, sort of setting um, or, or, or activity, which is then called Carry On, whatever. So uh, the, the famous one is the one set on the holiday campsite. So it's called Carry On Camping. Um, and yeah, it's basically just sexual innuendo quite um light humor um and so it's sort of slapstick wasn't it i guess yeah the first m- sort of mainstream slapstick stuff um there was a lot of clothes being ripped off uh, yeah but it's, it's all very clean you never saw any nip- yeah they're always arm across the stuff yeah Ooh. yeah and, kind of and, that it, kind of stuff. and yeah sid james was like the the dirty old man running the show um brilliant it's, it's he's always running stuff. off with the girls yeah, he always got something. <laughs> always, always try to escape his wife to run off with the young girls. Yeah, but a, a, a British pastime. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Whole... it's well, well worth watching. Uh, what's your favourite Carry On film? Oh, I've already said Carry On Camping. Is that your favourite? Yeah, it's got the iconic scene. Exactly. Yeah, it's the one that sticks out yeah. in my mind. Um, I think Carry On Cleopatra <laughs> sticks stuff, out. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, me and Dave just did a Carry On for you all. Um, <laughs> uh, I like. Uh, we will not use Carry On as a verb on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. We're doing it. <laughs> it's in there. Um, carry On Cleopatra is quite good as well. Okay. Just because the outra- outrageous Egyptian costumes. <laughs> yeah. I like the. I can't remember which one it is, but one of them set in the French Revolution, and all the uh, all the noblemen have the names of cheese. <laughs> um, my fancy it is ah Camembert. Yes, Brie, let's go. Brilliant. That uh, but a bit like a black up the Kyber is my favourite, obviously. Carry on up the Kyber, yeah, just because that's got the most uh, opportunity for banter with its name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, up the Kyber. Um, <laughs> right, as I've just seen the request, uh, Will Carter again. Off topic. Will strikes again. As I've he just doesn't seen... play Thrones. He's never seen or played Thrones. And, and no offence <laughs> to anyone else, but Will's questions are usually my favourite ones. So keep him coming. Um, does he even listen to the show? Just fast yeah, forward to the bit box. where his name is mentioned. Um, <laughs> he, he listens to the intro on occasion. Yeah, who doesn't? Mm. I find myself whistling it. Um, <laughs> we're going to hear that a lot this weekend. You know that, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm already uh, planning on getting some earplugs for when it just gets too much. People, um, we'll bring a... The other day, I signed into a game in Octagon. I showed Dave this. Um, and I, I sort of said hi to the guy. And his first thing was to sort of type the first line of a song to me. I don't know who he was. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. So if you're listening, thank you. That literally made my evening. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm on Octagon as old shrimp eyes. And I don't tend to even use that that much um, on the cast anymore. I just... You know, it's my card game DB account, but that's about it. But yeah, I'm internet famous. We are internet famous. Isn't that nice? That is um, fun, so what was we going to talk about next? It's Spice Girls time. As I've just seen the request for more Spice Girls, what is the best Spice Girls solo single? Best solo single? Best solo single. Solo they, single? Uh, oh, Jesus. I have no idea. Um, oh, obviously Raining Men. It's Raining Men. No. Like, that's the only one I can think of. So it's got to be that. But at the same time, I don't want it to be that. But even she's going to go out and let herself get absolutely yeah. soaking wet. Oh, we're back well, to carry on. 
Someone get an umbrella. <laughs> For the first time in history, Dave, I'm aware it's going to start raining men, but I don't want to listen to it on a semi-regular basis. Well, I didn't say semi-regular, you know, just... Um... <laughs> Just occasionally, just wet your whistle with the raining men. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think that's the best one, though. There must be another one that's better than <laughs> that's that. That's the only one I know. Well, I know, but still. Um... I hate to be that guy, but I need to sort of... Oh, there's. Are we talking solos in they are purely on their own, or solo is in they weren't part of the Spice Girls? Because I'm thinking of Mel C and Brian Adams. Does that count? I'll allow it. Yeah. Oh, do you know who I'm thinking of? Victoria Beckham and that other guy who did Gotta Get Through This. What was it called? Dane Bowers. Oh. Yes, yeah. Victoria Beckham and Dane Bowers. What a quality hit that was. Do you ever yes. sort of, I mean, I, do, I don't do this regularly, but I, do you ever do this sort of thing where you look at Victoria Beckham and forget she was actually a pop star? Like, it seems ridiculous to imagine her singing, doesn't it? Yeah. Because she's too busy yeah. designing armoured personnel carriers now. <laughs> Yeah, and the new Land Rover. Seriously, the new Land Rover or Range Rover has been released. It hasn't got a roof. It's an abomination. I don't trust it. <laughs> Why would you have an all-terrain vehicle without a roof? I don't know. It just doesn't yeah. make sense to me. All-terrain, but only sunny days. <laughs> that is the ultimate um, posh person living in a city that thinks they live in the countryside vehicle, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I've got to go and feed my horses down a fucking gravel drive, <laughs> and they need an off-road vehicle for that. Sorry, no, I'm, I'm back in, in. in carry-on mode. I've got to go and feed Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to watch a carry-on film soon. Like, yeah, I have actually got the official, um, as in like the highest-selling um, solo Spice Girl songs. Uh, I have the first. I have the, all of them. All forty on CD or no 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 on a, on a chart. <laughs> so if anyone has any questions, um... what is the top one? Let me guess. I, I bet it's Jerry Halliwell. No, is you're it wrong. Not? It's Melanie C with Brian Adams. Yes. All gone. Come on. Quality. Second. I know is... quality when I see it. It's Raining Men by Jerry Halliwell. Oh, lads. Second place. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Apart Third. From the one is never the be the same again <laughs> by Melanie C. And four is my book girl coming up. Out of your mind, Victoria Beckham with True Steppers. True yeah. Steppers. So what we're saying is Mel B never made it. Um, Mel B has released a song called I Want You Back, and she was number one in 1998. Oh, really? Mm. Well yeah. done, Mel B. Nearly 10 years I... ago. Sort it out, Mel. <laughs> and then everything else has gone to like, I think the hu- last one, Emma Button got to number 60 at some point. Um, well, Bunton's got a cushy number now. She presents Heart FM. She, she's, 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 yeah, she's doing all right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there we go. Okay. Um, how, hang on. Nope, nope. I've jumped through I, a few. I feel like I'm going to have to read up on the Spice Girls just to make sure I'm. I'm going to say, I'm going to start following them on uh, Twitter and stuff. I think we should. So, <laughs> so it, as a regular segment, we can update our listeners on what the Spice Girls are doing. So they Here's don't have link. to follow them, but we will. Well, as we know, we're getting to S this week, so we're nearly running out of letters. <laughs> so we need to replace something. We need to replace something so it can be the Spice Girls update every week. People will love it. Um, da, 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 da. Right. Thoughts of all the 2.0 leaks? Oh, yes. This is interesting, isn't it? There's been a lot of leaks come out, haven't there? Okay. But they're all in Czech or, um, I don't know. Somewhere in Czech and somewhere in Slovakian, I believe. Yeah. Um, they, they're all over the place. We haven't um, uh, really copied or put any out apart from the link that they put up the other day. Um, I've briefly looked over them. I'll be honest, I've been so focused on prepping for Starlock that I've kind of put 2.0 to one side for a little bit. But we are happy to see much and more, aren't we, Peel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Peel's super happy about that. Um, and much and more now is some bloke offering a big bottle of red wine, Bob looks at it. Much of, it's like me when I'm uh, having drinks at my house. Drink! Your oh, king commands it. <laughs> hang on. He's holding a bottle of red wine. Look at the tray on the card. Red wine. I can't see the card. What is it? Red wine. Oh, nice. Nice. I see what he did there. Um, it could be Ribena, couldn't it? We're just assuming. Um... <laughs> nice up red. Is, are you sure it's not Bailey's in a red bottle? Could be. He's like, pack could your be. bag, son. We're off. <laughs> We're off. We're going to draw some cards. So, um, from what I have seen, though, I am very impressed with the, the quality of the artwork, and I do like the, the Tyrell Knight theme that's starting to emerge. 
Yeah, it's given me ideas. I must admit, given me many ideas. Well, as we said when we when we saw these, between this to be a kraken and all that, basically you're playing to be a kraken. Um, to be a rise of the kraken. <laughs> um, so wishful thinking. Could you imagine if they reprinted crackers? <laughs> I would run around in circles doing that. That's crazy. Well, you're going to be playing variants of Tyrell Greyjoy for the next two years. <laughs> Probably. Next two years, Craven. Next five. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to get any worse, is it? Um, so we will, um, we'll go into these in more detail perhaps um, uh, in a week or so. But um, my general thought on them so far is um, they look great and the artwork is superb. Um, so, yeah, that's my take on them. What do you think about the whole... The fact that, like, 50 cards... Or- however many cards has just been spoiled immediately you know without any official spoilers uh, in a foreign language um, I think it was your choice to look at them so don't moan uh, actually it wasn't my choice to look at them because they just appeared in my Facebook feed oh but it was someone else's choice to look at them yeah so really it's all Alex Hines's fault yeah let's all blame him Uh, I would personally rather they weren't spoiled on mass like this Um, but it's happened now, so I'll get over it. But um, it does take the magic away a little bit. It would be great if you guys continued to write Sir Eris Oakheart discussion, says Donovan Van Beek. Donovan, mate, there's, there's no discussion to be had. It's over. You lost. It's, I think it's... is what the... What? He, no, no, Donovan is uh, an advocate of the right, Sir Eris Oakheart. Yeah. Although oh. uh, he does not know how to play him correctly. Although now he is aware, and he did spa- uh, smash my pasty with it. But, uh, yeah, initially he was confused. Yeah. At least. But no, there's no discussion to be had. We're all in agreement who the right set Aristotle card is and why. Um, Callum it, it, Johnson. The thing is, does he, do people know why he's the right set Aristotle card? Well, maybe you should remind That's them. The we, have got some, we have got some new listeners. We had a new listener, um, I think, who, read, who listened to episode 18 to sort of break himself in. So he may have missed all this. Um, so for anyone like him, Dave, why don't you just inform them? Okay, so oh, yeah, put the link up to the um, the thorough dissection of this topic um, yeah. that Sam wrote. There is an infographic as to uh, why the rights are Arasokart, the pots Arasokart, is the correct Arasokart, uh, which I will link. Um, but in a nutshell, like he's got a power icon, yep. he's got renown, he's mm-hmm. removal, he can mm-hmm. be reduced. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he's he's a knight that you can play right. on setup if you're playing knights. Yep. Um, he's he's Martel, which is the best house. Uh, why would you not play him? Like, he's the other one. Sometimes stands a character. Oh, yeah, like that's good against Neil. But the right to Arasoka is good against every house. Yeah, it's true. And he can hold a weapon, like Hotar's axe. Yeah, which and is... can't be male favored either. No, no. So like, he's just wonderful. Why would you ever play the other Arasau card when you could play the right Sir Arasau card? So there we go. So we'll, uh, we'll link to the infographic. Yeah, so anyone who's um, reading, uh, well, not reading, listening to this has come through the WordPress site, you can find all this sort of stuff at the bottom of the cast there. Um, right, Callum Johnson says, how many other girl bands compare to the Spice Girls? And then if each member of the Spice Girls were an actual Spice, what would they be? Oh, sorry, that is a very detailed <laughs> question about the Spice Girls. I was expecting it just to be like, oh, the, the Spice Girls. Oh, and then so and so. Which spice would the Spice Girls, the Spice Girls, be? Well, that's easy. One sweet spice. One's uh, baby spice. One's sugar spice or whatever or something. But are you just bee ma- spice? Are you just making Black up words? Spice? <laughs> I can't remember all their names. Just plucking ingredients uh, out and then adding spice on the end. Yes. <laughs> You'd be I a terrible we spice merchant, wouldn't you? <laughs> I reckon. Which one is one I think of? Jerry Halliwell loves a Nando's, and so she would be Nando's hot rub if she was a spice. <laughs> yeah, I was going to go with paprika actually. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, paprika. Okay. Um. Um. Hmm. I think this is the best question. I think that's what I would ask a Spice Girl if I ever met one. What was Spice Girl? Well, where it would be, hello, how are you? Do you listen to the cast? If you were a Spice, what Spice would you be? We you sign my playmat? Um, <laughs> yeah. Even though you don't have a card design, please sign my playmat. 
The only other question is, uh, it's how do other girl bands compare with the Spice Girls? I mean, now, I think we can all agree that most other popular girl bands are all considerably more attractive than the Spice Girls. Well, I reckon uh, there's two um, girl bands that compare with the Spice Girls across the several um, categories. Um, the first, uh, and, and best, in my opinion, being uh, Girls Allowed. Mm. Yeah, they, girls allowed. they took the momentum <laughs> of the Spice Girls and brought it into the, you know, the 2000 era and beyond, um, looking better while doing it. Um, and had some considerably better music. Um, and that they've also then, I think, passed, passed the torch to a new generation in the form of Little Mix. Mm. So Yeah. I can't they, really comment on Little Mix. Not really experienced them very much. They're uh, not very good, Dave, uh, if I remember <laughs> correctly. I, th- I think Girls Aloud were decent. They had, had some lovely ladies in them, and they all put in some lovely hard work. And then, obviously, one of them went off and did solo. And is now the host of Pop Idol or whatever shit is on ITV on Sunday night. Um, same thing. But um, yeah, Little Mix are the product of X Factor. Yeah. Um, it's it's odd because Girls Love were the product of pop stars. Uh, Little Mix are the product of the X Factor, who's now judged by the people who were the product of pop stars who were there, now had a music career and gone back into judging other people for wanting a music career. It's very um, clear you have a younger sister, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> It's an odd cycle, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) I've got no fucking idea. I I pick up things. I pick up bits. I know about Glee. I'm aware of what Glee is. It's about people singing who don't know how to write their own music. I'm I'm aware of what Uh, it is. (laughs) I watched that episode once. It wasn't very good. It's still being made. While we're talking about uh, Girls Aloud, who are obviously one of the most superior uh, girl bands that there have been, um, they obviously have awesome music like... Something kind of ooh is right old. Yeah, yeah, um, getting on a YouTube. Yeah, I uh, I once drove all the way home from Norwich, so a good <laughs> two hours, uh, and all I listened to was something kind of ooh and the first movement of Beethoven's Symphony Number no. Five. That is so cool, and it was so good, like just full blast the entire time, and then something kind of ooh, and it was just the first movement. It's a good. It's a good. 10 11 minutes long, isn't it? Yeah, it's about 10 minutes long. So it'd be that, and then like three so you've or four got a good girls break. allowed. Yeah. yeah, it was really intense. <laughs> that's that's amazing. Someone should mash they don't that make up. Car journey. They don't make car journeys like that anymore. I don't. And on the subject of a little mix, if they do, if they ever offer you a secret potion, don't drink it. Is, did you glean that from uh, their complex lyrics? Yeah, I read between the lines um, <laughs> and I extracted a hidden meaning. Don't drink their secret potion. There you go. Got it. Yep. Standard. You don't get that with Spice Girls. Um, right. Tom Barnaby Pass. Um, an hour later. Bruce. <laughs> Bruce <laughs> with um, a more calm <clears throat> question. How many days is the right amount of days to wear the same pair of jeans? Oh, this is a tough one. Well, me and Dave um, already started answering these. <laughs> Um, you, might want to read them. You, you might want to read them, Peter. Okay. okay. <laughs> Going now. Yeah. Um, right, yep. Yeah. I, I actually came across... Okay, <laughs> that's fair enough. Yep, that seems legit. Yeah. I thought I was imaginary. No. Uh, and then I escaped imagination land in order to be with humanity, but that's Peel fine. Peel actually started life as a pair of Dave's jeans. Um, <laughs> and he became self-aware roughly a year ago. Um, up until that point he was an imaginary friend of Dave's um, all Dave's love and air and excitement fed into these genes granting them sentience and a human body I, I don't think it's possible to have more than like two pairs of genes like I think my brother is stealing them legitimately or they're walking off pairs. and becoming people maybe but I, I have two pairs of genes at the moment I I bought a pair of genes about three weeks ago I still yeah. only have two pairs. I had two pairs before. I don't know where they're going. The when I was younger, two. I kept losing socks, but now, now it's now it's jeans. The original two jeans obviously don't like newcomers, do they? So they're, <laughs> they that, they're killing them in the night. Uh, did Waffle also start as a pair of jeans? Yeah, yeah, but waff- but uh, you dropped a whiskey a on those ones. <laughs> I mean, the big pan waffle. Um, the, well, Peel, you've got a great tip, actually, haven't you, about jeans? I remember you gave me a hot tip. Do you remember? 
you're, yeah, you're not actually meant to wash denim. Um, funny enough, well, you are, but it's it's one of those things. You know, how every time you sh- you wash a pair of jeans, you put them back on, they're tight and horrible. Yeah, if you put them in the freezer, it kills all bacteria. You fold them up, put them in a bag, put them in the freezer, leave them for about twenty four hours. Gets to smell out, they come out smelling fresh again. You know, there you go, you got fresh jeans. Just let, wait for them to warm up a little bit before you do up the like the the belt and the, the zipper, especially if you're not wearing boxers. Because uh, it's a shock. But apart from that, that is a go. hot tip. Hot gene knowledge. That is a cold tip. Yeah. Ooh, cold tip. A... Yeah. Ooh, Ooh, hello. But no, yeah, oh, that way so you like... get extra Carry on. out of your <laughs> No need to put them in the washer when you can put them in the freezer. When I was at university, I used to, um, well, one of my housemates um, was quite well known for not wearing boxer shorts. He only ever used to wear Y fronts. And what we used to do was um, scrunch his Y fronts into a bowl, soak them in water, and put them in the freezer. So the freezer would be full of frozen pants, and sometimes if you could, if you froze them and lay them down, you could get a perfectly solid pair of wife pants out from the freezer and hit and um, hit him with them. So, yeah. <laughs> have you oh. ever been beaten up by your own pants? No. Well, I know a guy has. <laughs> I really want to do that. Do it, man. There's nothing funny but a frozen pair of wife fronts captured in time, like proper that like, stasis. <laughs> right, um, one-time host Bambi has come in, in in the midst of all these questions with a serious one, <laughs> asking us to put our reputation on the line. Shouldn't be an issue. Um, <laughs> I like yeah. the idea of us of having yeah. a reputation. Well, Dave can put his re- reputation on the line. Me and Peel have got a free shot here. Um, <laughs> what house will win Starlek, and from whence will they hail? What house is going to win? And I'm assuming well, which nationality is going to be the person driving it. Now, does Bambi I count think... as uh, the Netherlands for this? Now he has left us and moved there. No, no, no. I, I, I... Bambi is a Brit. So is Vince. <laughs> and Marco. I, uh, <laughs> I think Vince is definitely French. We can give him that. <laughs> don't know about that. I'm claiming him as British if he wins. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's how we work, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like... Uh... Murray every time he wins at tennis he's English he's British we love him and then when he loses ah piss off back to school yeah that's a good example <laughs> it's, a, it's a simplistic way yeah. so we are diverting from the we're diverting uh, from the question though yeah we've done this a lot um, I think it's going to be Lannister and the nationality of the pilot this is like multiple I think it's going to be a um I want to say a French Lannister player. French Lannister player. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Any particular reason or you just got a feeling in your waters? No, I was literally just picking a house and then you asked me for a nationality <laughs> and I didn't want to say English because that would appear biased. Fair so I was like, uh, French, they'll probably win it. Maybe. It's going to be an English person. Um, but it's going to be a Lannister deck that I'm relatively sure of. Okay. Dave, what do you reckon? I think it would be an English player playing Targaryen White Book. Oh, Dave. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it will be. I think. I think there will be a German playing a dirty Martel control build that does very well and doesn't gets knocked out in the first round of the cut. And then I think the it will be. I think Stark have a good chance this year, despite how terrible they are. Yeah, they did very well at Worlds, and I always but... find it difficult to deal with them, even though they're terrible. Now, this is getting onto a whole DC thing, so let's keep it brief. But is there showing at Worlds just because the numbers are skewed by the fact so many people turned up with the same deck? Eventually, some of them, they're all good players, well, most of them are good players, from what I can be uh, relatively kind of, um, what I can work out, sorry, uh, they're all good players. But does that mean that it's just going to skew the rankings and give Stark a, a bigger representation than perhaps they would normally have? When lots of good players build a good deck and all take the same deck to a tournament, it is going to be over-represented, but there's a lot of Stark at um, Starlack anyway. Yeah. So I think I think it could do well. So the DC Hall deck um, is basically a noob-stomping deck that wants to get ahead and have narrow escape. Yes, essentially. That's not my joke. That's not even my joke, actually. I've stolen that from someone who will remain nameless, but... Um, he pinged me a little message. He went, I've just thought of something. And it did make me laugh. 
Um, that's based on the original comments on my Greyjoy deck. Um, no hard feelings, anyone involved. Um, except Seth. Except Seth. Um, <laughs> he's all right. Seth's fine, actually. Seth um, wrote to me and you, didn't he? And said he it was all cool. So, yeah. No, he was lovely. Yeah, we are all he cool. He was. He was nice. It's all banter. Yeah, it's all banter. Um, right. Oh, yeah, I need to pick one, don't I? Um, I reckon it's going to be a... Swede playing Baratheon. Ooh. Interesting. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've divined that from my crystal ball. Um, I haven't. I just made it up. Uh, right. I would appreciate a segment on alcohol drinking capabilities country by country and where does the UK stand in that ranking? Um, probably somewhere. We're pushing for European qualification just under Poland. There you, are. you reckon? You reckon yeah. under Poland? Definitely. <laughs> um, when we went to Holland, the Dutch said that while the Polish party the hardest, the drink the Brits can drink longer and more consistently. Like we're better drinkers overall. Uh, and they said of the Brits, Brigstock is the heaviest drinking matter. Well, you and Waffle do definitely skew the percentages. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to help raise this current title. You're drinking while we're recording, Dave. You're literally. I'm on my third drink. Beer yeah. now. Um, well, <laughs> I went down to Secondary Dave's to see uh, him and Crocodile Hammers, and then I started drinking. Good now. work. Yeah. Good work. I'm saving myself for the weekend. Uh, Steve Cantrell drops in. What's your favourite Taylor Swift song, and why is it Bad Blood? Well, it's not it's Bad not Blood. It's Shake It Shake Off. It off. Yeah, 100. percent I'll just shake it off, yeah. Um, yeah. But I yeah, don't great. know how blood, bad blood goes, and I forgot to revise, so... It doesn't matter. Look, I can give you some alarms if you want. Maybe now we got bad blood. Um, you and me, we could have been mad love or something along those lines. I'm not quite sure. It's not as well written as shake it off, and for that reason, I'm not a Shake fan. it off is the best. It's got a nice up, yeah. uplifting beat and a little bit of a you know chat in the middle. I do quite like Trouble. I knew you were Trouble, though. Um, yeah. It's been wonderfully yeah. remixed with the goats. Have you seen the goats? It has, yeah. Oh, it's amazing. To be fair, if you look at Kendrick and Mark, um, Bad Blood in Disturbed cover, it's actually a considerably better song. Excellent news. Mm. Right. They are the only two Taylor Swift songs I have on my phone, so that's good. Yeah, it's that's one of the few one. bands you're allowed to uh, yes, double, double band dip. on my phone. Double dip yeah. on the, um, They're on the status quo. And then the stuff I'm involved in. <laughs> and yeah. that's it. Right. Dave Nicholas says, AGOT players seem to be very cagey about their deck lists, whereas Netrunner, obligatory Netrunner reference, everybody, are always <laughs> pretty damn open about them. Why aren't AGOT players more open source? I, I don't actually agree with that, to be honest. No, I'm not quite sure I would. Um, obviously, again, we've covered DC and people have covered DC at length, but DC are cagey about it, and that's been discussed um, at length on other podcasts. Um, but in general, I don't find AGOT players are very cagey. Um, what I think the key difference is, is Netrunner has been very um, sort of open source and, and kind of dominated by groupthink from the very first moments it came out. And I, I don't know, I mean, I'm not an expert by any means, but I think um, the the DB website, so Netrunner DB, um, has probably got a lot to do with that because it is very easy to share decks on things like that, and it shows you the um, the genesis of the deck. So if you if you've copied someone's deck, made some changes, and published it, it will list the root of the decks going back. So um, I think the culture has always been a bit more open from the start, but I don't necessarily think Agot is closed. I mean, I, I you know all of us here have shared deck lists in the past. The reason I don't always share my deck lists um, is because the group that you know tend to frequent the tournaments I go to um, is quite small. Uh, I tend to stick with, you know, I know this might come as a shock, but I tend to stick with the same house um, <laughs> from quite a lot of the time. Um, so sharing my deck list at the start of a, of a tourney season will be giving away a great deal of information to a very small amount of people who I'm going to run into multiple times over that tournament season um, which is why I personally will sit on my deck list for a while and then give it up at the end or when I've truly done with it um, and I think a lot of people adopt that approach as well so that probably has got something to do with it but 
Um, yeah, in general, I don't, I don't think they got players are that cagey, and it definitely has changed with the second edition. You know, Glaze's open letter, um, and they've never got a Thrones DB as well, which is a lot easier for deck sharing now than it has been previously. So, um, yeah, whilst I don't entirely agree they are, I think at times it's probably more to do with the the group you're part of and the the structure of the organised play season. My take. I think. Um... I mean, I have shared deck lists in certain, well, since we started the cast mainly. Previously, it was I didn't share them simply because I didn't think anyone would really be bothered. Like, if I'm playing a fairly generic Quentin list, like it's not going to be that different. So if I am, if I'm not going to play it again, I just haven't bothered sharing. I haven't done well with a particularly, you know, off the wall deck in a while. So that's why I haven't shared all my lists. Um, and I haven't shared my solar list because I'm going to play it next week, this week. So uh, I'll, I'll share that next week, and yeah. my stewards list as well. So, see, you're welcome to see what decks I'm playing, but I'm not going to deal with. I, I don't really see the point in sharing something which is kind of not really that well put together in the first place. In my part, it's a case of right. I like that. It's going in. I like that. It's going in. I like you. You're going in on several occasions, and that's pretty much my method. Um, and and that's why I don't ever really bother posting them because there's not ever an online record of them because half the time I don't know what's in there until I'm sitting opposite someone <laughs> in a tournament, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, yes, this is an excellent card. Not in this situation, but it's an excellent card. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's every chance if you did share decklist, Peel, like six months later on, you'd be looking and you go. Oh fucking hell! Which deck I'm building this? I mean, it's, it's actually yours. Um, if we could card game DB uh, special, i.e., ban a card from 1.0 slash 2.0, what would we ban and why? What would we ban and why? Oh, that's interesting. What would we ban? And <coughs> I would ban enslaved. Yeah. Yeah. Motley. I'd ban enslaved. Fucking enslaved. Why? Why enslaved? <laughs> Because it cuts through most of my good Greyjoy characters. It, it forces me to run cards like Scurvy Cutthroat. Mm. And that's a, that's a fact. <laughs> okay. Um, and you say Motley, Bill? Yeah. Do you want to elaborate on that? Yeah, it pisses me off. Fair um, enough. Plain and simple. It really does just annoy me. Because it's one of these annoying attachments which doesn't stop me doing anything massively but at the same time really pisses me off when I want to spend my gold it's an annoyance card it's not like a, a you know yes I could still use it to make a challenge I'm, I'm aware of that but I have to save a gold in order to do so bah, this is silly um, it's economic planning for the Game of Thrones and I'm not a fan of economic planning in the best of times I don't like no quarter it really fucks Ooh. me off because it's so easy to trigger yeah, exactly. After you win a military challenge with a unique character, which is like everybody, kill a character. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's easy. And when you've got Brienne as well, it can't be cancelled. And you're just like, oh, cool. Cheers, guys. Yeah. yeah, that is pretty grim, actually, to be fair. Fucks me off. I also don't like incinerating Dothraki decks where you've got like, oh, minus nine strength. Whee! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Burn and targeted kill. Do one, pal. <laughs> yeah. Targeted kill is for dicks. Board wipes, on the other hand, like recurring bleeds. Now that that is a deck, or <laughs> yeah. just any deck that offensively valors. That's that's great. Yeah, or uses stand loops and threaten the north. <laughs> All right, what kind and how much and oh, oh, 2. what 0. kind? Oh, two point oh. I I wouldn't ban anything in two point oh. No, not heads no. and spikes. That's no, too early on. No, I think heads and spikes is hilarious. Nope. Not um, not the red keep. Not Stannis. Nope. No. Not Tisbliss. No. Not I think it's fair to say none of us want to ban anything. Uh, I don't like Dracarys. That fucks me off, as well as No Course does. But I don't think it's worth banning yet. But that's my least favourite card so far. Fair enough. I just, you know, Neil and all that, play around it. Um, what kind, how much, and why so little alcohol will you be bringing to Starlick? Um, well... You can't bring a great deal because we've only got hand luggage and it's really expensive in the airport, but very cheap at mm. Starlick. So I'd rather buy the beer that's already there, to be honest. I think that's fair. I'm yeah. hoping that someone from the UK community will bring some Baileys. Uh, if not, we can get it from the uh, other side of the yeah. 
thingamajiggy. Because yeah. I'm planning on drinking Baileys the second I get in. Yeah, I'll be having Baileys at the airport before we get on the oh, flight. Yeah. Bre- breakfast Baileys? Yeah, like last time uh, Waffle and I had a cheeky breakfast beer and everyone was just like, what are you doing? And I was like, have you... Oh, no. None of you have been drinking with Waffle before. This is going to be an exciting weekend. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this year, of Allow course, now we have a reputation to uphold with our whole packing our bags. So... Yeah. Uh, what better place to pack your bags is after you got through security? That's how you. That's how it works, isn't it, Craven? Pretty much, yes. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you've drunk your Baileys and you've uh, drunk it yourself, everything's fine. Um, Nate Holmes, can you cover me in chocolate? No, never again. <laughs> <laughs> it partly depends who's paying for the chocolate. Yeah, I'm not willing to chip in for something that I'm not going to enjoy. Yeah. After that, uh, it's all uh, negotiation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, chocolate with nuts or whatever in as well. Uh, you know, you have to work these oh, things out. Yeah, some of a kind of allergy. Yeah, is it worth it? Uh, I don't know. Nice to nice guy and all that, but I'd probably just rather get my chocolate from elsewhere. <laughs> I think if that was the case, I'd probably go to a different shop. If you were forced to uh, engage in those kind of activities when purchasing chocolate. Well, hang on, we've, we've made this quite sort of sexually charged, but it doesn't actually say anything about licking it off. It just says, can we cover him in it? Well, well yeah. You but is he going sub- to supply something to melt it? Or Well, covering him in it, there's many different ways we could do that. We could dump it over him. That would be a form of covering him in it. We don't actually have to rub it on with our nipples or whatever, or our hands or our fingers. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we don't have to get in all the cracks as well. So, I mean, if we can just, you know, we can we can source one out. We can make this happen. Oh, right, okay. Right. <laughs> Favourite cards beginning with the letter S. Now, briefly, um, there is so many sirs. We're going to do a sir special in place of X because the three of us... Just can't decide between Zaro's home and Zaro's own Doxus. That's our favourite X card. So, <laughs> Jalabar, oh no, Jalabar Joe's a J, isn't J. it? So to avoid that whole issue of us falling out over which one's the best X, we're going to replace the X with a Sir special. So don't fear, because um, obviously we're all going to say Sir Eris Oakheart when the time comes. Um, <laughs> but for the time being, we're just going to... We're going to do... have to do second favourite card beginning with Sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically we are, yeah. Um, so that's that's X. That's a few weeks away. So for now, just normal S's. S for snake. Um, what do you reckon, Dave? I haven't finished looking through the cards. I was going to say Sir Arisoka, and now I'm frantically looking through to see what I'm going to choose. Peel? <laughs> really? We're going to go with Sir Arisoka? We made these rules a while ago. Seasick. Seasick. Very nice. Why? <laughs> yeah. Why do you like it? Why? Yeah. Cancel, baby. Cancel, baby, exactly, yeah. Cancel. Now, rules question. Can you seasick someone triggering a C? Yes. And they can still <laughs> kneel the C while it's moribund to cancel it. They can. That's ridiculous, isn't it? No, that's wonderful. That's the magic of moribund. So silly. Someone in a group chat I was in was moaning about moribund the other day. And I just thought that was... Cool, not with you around. You love a bit of Moribund. I love yes. Moribund. Um, he's like, I'm glad there's no Moribund and like Bloodthirst and 2.0. It's like, God, do you know how to have fun? Like, yeah. <laughs> come on. Well, I've got a nice <laughs> Nightwatch deck you might want to play. Uh, <laughs> he's from Northampton, so uh, I'm sure I'll take it to the uh, next tourney we have there. I was like, no one's having any fun, not even me. It is the Brian of, <laughs> of decks. We're all not enjoying this, and I hope you're all happy. Uh, my favourite card, beginning of S, is uh, Stannis the Mantis. <laughs> uh, the Super Stannis from Val- Morgulis. Um, he's such a, ha- such a house. Morgulis, a weird way. Valamogalis? Yeah, it's not Morgulis. Yeah, yeah, but I'm. You're Morgulis. But you guys are slightly northerner than me. <laughs> in the Midlands. <laughs> so many things wrong with this. <laughs> I was like, because we take the piss out of uh, Glazer for saying Valar. Yeah. Valar. So you could just get together and your love child would just say, say completely wrong. It'd have some sort of weird French Essex sort of lilt to its voice. Well, is Glazer's not from Essex. No, no. <laughs> from France. I know, but Valar sounds a little bit kind of. Oh, you know. it does. You're right. Yeah. 
European, okay, a bit old Latin. Super Stannis. Um, Super Stannis Amantis, yeah. I mean, he's such a house, isn't he? Um, he is. He's really, really fantastic. Um, nothing more to be said about him, really. Um, the only problem being, of course, another king comes along. It's pretty much four gold for a blank text box, apart from the location ability bit, which is a shame. But, um, yeah, he's good. I like him. He's a lot better than his, one, his 2.0 version. Yeah, much more fun. Yeah, much more banterific. So there we go. Have you decided now, Dave? Yes. Well, I can't say Stannis, so I uh, had to re-decide again very quickly. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it, Ninja. Out of that one. <laughs> I was like Stannis. He was like Stannis the Madness. Ah, fuck. Okay. So um, it's no longer. I used to like the snakeskin veil, but I'm not going to choose that anymore because it's it's crap now. Um, so it's got to be the Southern Mercs. Oh, good call. Yeah, they are dirty. Yeah, dirty, dirty, dirty. They legitimately um, make people shit themselves, don't they? Yeah, they it's just like, oh, a shadow's action. They're just like, ah, oh, the blade. I'm just like, no, Mercs, no. way to the spears. <laughs> Do you remember that time I dissented one of your Mercs? Uh, yes. <laughs> that was so fun. Um, Wedge. The first game I ever played against Wedge, he used a sorrowful man on my Mercs. Oh. And that was heartbreaking. I bet it was. Yeah. He had two cancels for my favourable grounds. He ruled by decreed me twice and he got my mercs on my To the Spears turn. It was just horrible. And I, st- I still got like 13 power. You bastard. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Southern Mercs. My favourite card beginning with S. Okay. Do you know what my favourite place beginning with S is? Starfall. S- Swansea. Yeah, psyched. 